Hello, you're listening to Common Ride with me, a podcast for fans, experts, and newcomers. It's all about Tokusatsu. I'm James Dorrington. You can call me Kip, and I'm your expert. This week, we look at an odd little 90s movie called Starkid. Hen. Shin. Everyone, we are back, and we have a new episode with some guests on. Hello, Blake, and hello, Holly. Hey, hey. Uh, so, I had a fun fact about me to start off the show. So, I was actually the actor who played the main character on the sh- movie today. Um, and as child actors usually do, uh, once I got older, I had to act out. So, another fun fact is I was the first person to go to space with my nipples out. So, what does that do? Was it do? Oh, I can tell you I don't have nipples anymore. <laughs> What's your fun fact, Holly? Uh, I have six toes. I don't know. Like collectively or per, uh, per feet? Collectively. Oh, like a Ninja Turtle down there. Holly's fun fact is she's a host on one of the best lyrical podcasts around, Hear Me Daddy. Mm-hmm. A little shameful plug there. I don't know. Yeah, totally. Um, We've had... um. Blake on before and I forget was it for the ninja episode Blake yes the ninja power rangers episode and then I went on your show to talk about tub thumping tub thumping by uh our all light our almighty leader chumbawamba praise anarchy (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah we uh we dragged ourselves out of bed again for our nine o'clock meeting time per usual and uh we survived the Hurricane Laura, or at least we think we and will. Marco, oh, was that the ones that's? Oh yeah, Marco. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, I had you on for a very in demand thing last time, but yeah, but also last time, uh, oh, we just missed Hurricane Kyle, which was really funny. Uh, our co-host had pointed out that Hurricane Kyle, all the news guys posted that it was like all the news guys posted that it was drinking monster which was really funny you can probably cut that part out i i forgot to put a joke in it that's all good no um but speaking of forgetting to put like a like joke in it um we've done lots of in demand things of this show and this one's for me for this episode we're looking at something that i think nobody wanted which is um (laughs) which might be like a repressed memory like if you watch like a lot of like weird like kids tv in the 90s but it's the movie star kid yes yeah, so just like a like slightly different episode this time out <laughs> yeah whenever we were watching this whenever we were watching this movie uh it's holly was thinking like i wouldn't like we didn't have the nostalgia for this we actually hadn't seen this before yeah and she was saying i wonder if kip just like i wonder if kip threw this one in for himself because like th- this seems like it has to be a nostalgia driven one yeah <laughs> um we we actually hadn't seen it before it is extremely 90s yeah Uh, it was made 97 and it uh it it had work put into it yeah i was about to say the production on it is amazing i made a note that um the painting in it is really beautiful like of the galaxy and the planet in the beginning 
Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Also, if you haven't seen it, it's, I believe, unless I somehow did something weird, I believe it's on YouTube for free. Oh, so like, if you want to go and watch it for free? Well, yeah, so you can watch it over and over and over again. <laughs> it's literally like on YouTube for like, you know how they have YouTube movies? I believe they just have it on there for free. Maybe like it didn't oh. get enough views or something or they just were like, people need to see this art. But yeah, you can just go in there and watch it for free with no ads. Wait, no, there were ads. There were ads. It's free with ads. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, to be fair, go and watch it before you listen wa- to the episode. Who watches ads on YouTube? But I do. <laughs> Holly has ad blocker, but yeah, because like I don't know. I support my creators. Sane person that hates ads. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. So when we watch Power Rangers and we watch like a lot of stuff is like what people want to see, and this is much more just like in oddity of <laughs> but no i really um was wondering are they gonna know what this is at all or is this like gonna be out of left field compared to like oh like you could tell last time for example this is like a plot arc in power Rangers. it feels important since like i know that like this show's doing like a recap well everybody yeah. knows what power rangers is i mean everybody power rangers is almost as famous as michael jordan i think i'm pretty confident saying that now, Star Kid is more like as famous as like a second string player on. I don't even have enough basketball knowledge to see. That's how that's how much people know. I can't even make the metaphor. But uh, if but being that this this does fall into a tokusatsu movie, right? Yeah. Um, we play fast and loose on Kawaraki sometimes, but also <laughs> yeah, it's tokusatsu. There's like suit work. There's stunt work. It counts. Yeah. The I'll allow it. some of the suit work is very reminiscent uh, or there's one specific character that's very reminiscent of Power Rangers to me. Uh other than that. Wait, which one? Well, should I mention it? Is it called <laughs> Is there any structure that I need to follow? Some well, background I'll, stuff. So yeah. I'll bring him up. We're just so excited to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, you can't talk about <laughs> it now. Like, um, like you can bring up a character totally. But it's the 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 brood warrior. We'll talk about him more when we get to it. But he's very Power Rangers ish. Oh yeah, no, yeah. And even oh. his name. But this was like a weird one because this like came out actually before the Star Wars prequels, which I find really odd. Um, and it had hmm. like a, a like comic and everything. It, like it had like a mid sized budget, and like there's not really mid sized movies like it anymore, which is like what makes this kind of like a relic. But like just. This was meant to be like a bigger deal than it was, I think, just from like a lot of the stuff I've seen around it. Do you know if there was any controversy within the making of it? Because there are certain movies like, um, oh, let me think, uh, Treasure Planet, if you remember that movie. It, Treasure Planet is a, uh, what's the word? It's like a, a gem of weird information. There's a really amazing YouTube video. If you look up Treasure Planet on YouTube, you might find it which explains all the stuff that it went through. Apparently, Treasure Planet, which I think is a good movie, like barely got made because they decided to make it with this cutting-edge new technology, which was only used in like Tarzan in the scene where he's like moving his legs back and forth on the vines. And then it was cut out after that point because it was far too expensive. And so it's like the only <laughs> movie that's... Bless you. It's like the only movie that's ever been made with just that um is there but but also 
it had loads of money put into it and it was supposed to be a big thing but then the producers were mad about what happened with all that and so they just didn't promote it at all as like a as like a like a sly hatred towards the directors do you know if that happened with this because i feel like this has the potential of all the disney movies that i watched when i was a kid and also it doesn't have a big name to it like a big production name does it it's not like fox or warner brothers or disney is it that actually leads to my um major point here which is uh have you heard of trimark and you probably haven't that no that sounds like they make meat or something it it sounds sounds like a primark like well trimark sounds like the cafeteria provider at my college or at my old college but so trimark pictures is who made this like movie and i'm going to read you some of the uh names of movies they've done and then we'll Circle back to some of them. Um, okay. First is Demon Warp. So Demon Warp is um, on the plot synopsis. There's just a the second sentence is suddenly a Bigfoot like being breaks in and takes away the girl. Um, <laughs> some teenage campers arrive and, and, and they meet the Bigfoot with many of them being killed or captured. It is later discovered that one of the campers came here to find his uncle. His uncle is later found to be Bigfoot and that a bigoted Catholic priest used him for his own evil plans. Actually, the priest thinks an alien who arrived from an unknown planet 100 years ago is an angel who is there to be served by him. Um, after unearthing the alien conspiracy, a horde of mindless zombies and a spacecraft. Hmm. <laughs> one weird wild movie. And um, the next one is going overboard and like Look really quick. There's a picture of this movie. Uh, here it is. <laughs> and please zoom in on that. Just What's look at it. What's the deal with water? It's like he was photoshopped in. Yeah. Oh, so basically, they um, released oh, this wait. after Adam Sandler got popular. Wait, so is this actually? Oh, it is actually Adam Sandler. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, he's super young there. With, with Adam Sandler, you either get a hit or a big miss, I think. With Adam Sandler, he makes extremely profitable movies and goes on vacations and employs like all of his friends, which is like that part is at least like admirable, but they're bad movies. And then like every yeah. nine years, he makes an amazing movie. You're like, oh, Uncut yeah. Gems. I think Wait, oh, the me, only me Holly hated that one. good movie that I like of his was this Christmas special. It was a the animated, animated one? one. Yeah. Well, you liked The Wedding Singer. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was recently. The Wedding Singer is good. See, I, I forget that he's in it because it's good. <laughs> yeah, that, that's usually how it happens. It's just Adam Sandler is like Nickelback. For some reason, he gets... Oh, no, no. He's more like Nicolas Cage. It's like people respect him for the couple of good movies he's made, but I think they're a little bit outshone by the not-as-good movies he's made. Look at this photograph. I love Subway <laughs> movies. If I... Yeah, uh, no. I tried yeah. with the Adam Sandler voice. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Well, and he what? has a specific kind of funny style, kind of how Nicolas Cage has an over-the-top style. So he fits into a, a niche in every single one of his movies that I guess is also easy to make fun of. But hey, I think he's actually a good actor. Yeah, he is, totally. Uh, just he doesn't turn it on very often, which yeah. is weird. But... <laughs> yeah. And there's like even like more movies. So like there's, um, um, they did one movie called Frankenstein Unbound, which I had that before, but I don't anymore because it's just like so, not worth it. But um, sounds like a porno. They did all the Leprechaun movies. Whoa, okay, they did. Yes, 
Wow. Okay. Uh, that I mean, that's going to come up later, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll wait on that. I'll wait on that. Okay. That got me excited. They did yeah. Dead Alive, The Stone Age, uh, A Kid in King Arthur's Court. Um, oh, that that's the one where he skates, isn't it? Yeah. That one actually that's got popular. Disney Do I know? Wait, so they produced that movie? Uh, that's, yeah. That's the, that must be their like biggest movie as far as I know. Um, they did like one movie called Evolver, which is like if a laser tag machine got like smart and like murderous. They did Cube, which you might have seen. <gasps> oh, sorry, I have seen a kid. In- yeah, it sounds like I was about to say the um laser tag one sounded like a Stephen King movie. They did um Hitman Heart Wrestling with Shadows, which is a like weird documentary about his life. Um. And then one last movie that I really want to look at with our modern eyes. It's called The Sex Monster. Um, so I was reading the synopsis for this movie and I think I was supposed to be sympathetic for one character when really I was sympathetic for like another character. But basically there's this guy who's like trying to improve the sex in his marriage. So he has like a threesome with like his wife and like another woman. But then like his wife is like, I prefer having sex with women. And starts to go around the city having sex with other, like, women. And, like, it's all about this guy trying to, like, save his marriage. And, like, I think I'm supposed to be sympathetic to him, but I feel much more sympathetic to her. Who, who's thinking, who's thinking that, like, oh, my sex life is lacking. The thing that will definitely help, or my relationship is lacking. And, like, the thing that will help is if I bring in, like, another woman. Like, that, there's, there's, no, there's no good outcome there. There's no like, oh yeah, I've, we've we've gotten the spark back. Uh, now we'll just forever be cool with just us two. Could have been like a um, let's spice it up kind of thing, but yeah, it's a weird one. And then they stopped making movies. They went out of business. <laughs> that 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 was the one that killed them. Uh, it was or a decline. Was close I think. to then, yeah. And also, I think like uh, sometimes you just can't compete because there's like not space like i'm not sure if you know but like industry especially stuff like the movie industry is fucked and there's no place for like mid or like small size like players anymore Mm. so yeah you have to make like really good indie movies if you want to make it at all at least for a little bit but i do i do like some uh indie movies that have come out recently i don't know how they get produced they're probably still produced by big places though just indie directors people with lots of money the director manny kato um is also a weird dude um he did this he did um the other me which was a disney channel like original movie about a kid who cloned himself accidentally um he did tales from the crypt and then he like did as far as i could tell a ton of episodes including the series finale of dexter he did all, all of Tales huh. from the Crypt or just some of it? He did like an episode. He did the season finale and a bunch of episodes in the last couple seasons of like Dexter. He was an executive producer on 24. He did Star Kid and he also did Xenon the sequel. Hmm. <gasps> I don't know. Yeah. But no, uh, it, it's just like what a weird little career that. I think he was just trying to find a job. He's just yeah. going from like kid movies to murderous. TV shows, yeah. No, yeah, like sometimes, like you, you have to find yourself. 
And I I think maybe he did find himself in Starkid. It <laughs> it didn't have like overarching plot failures. I mean, it wasn't like a real thinker, but yeah. it, it did well. And there was, I guess, some touching moments. Let's move over to that. We looked at Starkid this week, which, what are your overall thoughts on this movie, everyone? Like, top level. <laughs> we, or oh, I, I didn't have nostalgia for it, um, which is definitely helpful when watching a movie for a younger audience, whenever you are older. Um, I enjoyed it. It wasn't, like, hard to watch, but it, I mean, it, it, it was kind of obvious where it was going. I, I, I it, it was good enough. Yeah. It wasn't like bad. It wasn't like so bad it's good. It wasn't like so good it's good. It was more like just it was good. To me, it had nostalgic elements of other 90s movies that I used to watch when I was little. Um, mm-hmm. but other than that, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was fun. Um, I know in the beginning, Holly mentioned that like the the opening sequence is like very very Star Wars, yeah. And they put a lot of work. I was impressed at the very beginning because they built like a whole planet. They built, I don't know. It, you could tell that they. It, it was weird because I hadn't ever heard of the movie, but it seemed like a lot of work went into it with mm-hmm. all the costumes and all the. It was very a lot of practical effects, which to me think I think they put a lot of work in it. What's really weird to me is that. Um... I was so fucking surprised to see this movie was in HD. Like, it's in full 1080p, and I was like, they did that? Wow. I didn't expect that at all for this movie. Uh, and basically, um, just, yeah, like, this movie feels kind of like they tried to make, like, a Predator movie for kids, which I love. <laughs> yeah, and, like, instead of going for, like, a Red Dawn thing where the kids just, like, build a band and fight back against it, they they turned him into a child Terminator, I guess. Not Terminator, but Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's also kind of like um, there's a long-running anime and like manga, and there's um, were two live-action movies in the early '90s for this like um like franchise called Giver, mm-hmm. and so like that was very much like uh that got marketed as like uh a dark and gritty take on Power Rangers, basically, and like it's like all about like like bio armor that like is very body horror on you and like there's like a striking like similarity as well there but yeah uh just such an oddity and like i just like remember watching it like once growing up and then like finding the name randomly while i was like doing research for like podcast months ago be like i have to watch this movie sometime this summer (laughs) it feels like a summer movie to me like despite the fact it's not that like not actually but what a weird one. Did they release it during the summer or do you know? I don't like know. When? Kind of sweaty, I think, is why. Like it's like that's like that like hot night feel, I guess, is why like I think mm-hmm. summer. Uh you mentioned the that anime that you mentioned had like bio suits in it. That was actually yeah. one of the things I had written down about this movie. It's weird that a lot of people, whenever they try to make an alien uh I don't know, tech 
<clears throat> whenever they try to make alien tech, they try to go for the whole like the ships are biological ships and stuff like that. And in this movie, they have the the enemy planet or spe- uh, species is the brood warriors. Yeah, I guess the brood planet or brood warriors, and they they they're just completely like bio stuff. Yeah, so the um the brood warrior ship was biological, which whenever I think about that, why why would you it's akin to kind of like the Avengers movie currently. I think there's a lot of uh plays that could be put between like this and I don't know Iron Man almost uh, kind of except for the kid's not like a genius, more like Ant-Man where he like finds the suit. <laughs> but uh in the new or the old avengers movie the very first one they had all those aliens come down in the giant like they were riding in the monsters the like big flying ship things and in this one they were also flying in the like biological ships like i i uh dealing with space i actually prefer the whole like star wars where you have the kind of like tie fighters and cool ships like that i've never been a fan of the bio ships i wonder if they like to do that for lower budget movies because it might be easier to make that with practical effects because if something looks messy you can just be like well you know that's how life is life isn't symmetrical it's easier to make it look cool i think because like you could have moving parts you just don't have like you're comparing something mechanical like a tie fighter to like the very high budget cg version like versus like the brood warrior ship has like weird pulsing parts and like wings and stuff so like it just like leads more into like the actual like way you want to do practical effects is like have pieces that like you could see moving in like an organic way do you like that whole style uh yeah um i definitely like think practical effects are underused and like that like cg is like over relied upon and like that there are lots of cases like if you can do certain things practically you should just for like having that access of like physicality to it that like cg can't replicate but um yeah it's just like also when you are doing stuff with practical effects you tend to go organic because that's like what you could show better too yeah and i think just kids want to be like in this super yeah. or they have like dreams you know just like they want to be in this cool super suit not me i don't know i think this but i was gonna say that um this is very, this is a very dude movie, a guy movie, yeah. Yeah, sure. I could see that totally. <laughs> um, especially the when he had to go to the bathroom scene and oh. she like popped the, like, where he yeah, had to like, go pee. Wait. That scene was very awkward. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, there's some weird like feelings there. Um, yeah, this... yeah. I was like, are they gonna kiss? <laughs> I'm, <joking>. I'm gonna. <laughs> For me, um, I thought this reminded me more of like Animorphs and by like extension, like Green Lantern, I guess. Like it's much more like, oh, we just found some shit in like a weird place and now we're super powered. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that that is kind of a trope, I guess, where it's I I think it's because it's very accessible because as a kid, you don't want to watch a movie about like Tiger Woods where he trained every single day to become a like really good you want to watch a movie where somebody found a magical golf club 
That's relatable. Like he's relatable. Like he's just a little ginger kid. Puny gets bullied by this kid, and then all of a sudden he finds like the super suit. Like anyone can find a super suit. I could find it if I wanted. <laughs> yeah. And I think like part of that too is oh, in the nineties, like there were a lot of people that were like doing well, like um, that just like had a good amount of like money and not in, like uh, it was like a boom period for a lot of people like especially in like the california area and like um there's this like weird sense i think of like this is a movie that feels based in like the idea of like oh what what's up like we're doing all right and the cold war's over but like we still have like war on the brain so like how do we like make something impactful happen to people who feel like nothing's gonna happen in their life and also have this like Mm. weird connection to war that even though there's maybe not something happening that like justifies that so like the invention of like other threats and like in like ways like beyond like they understand like in ways like beyond their like immediate life like this feels like a pulse like cold war movie in like a way like it might not intend to but like it's very much like oh what if this well-to-do person finds this thing that makes their life interesting and relates them to like something that they've only ever like known because like as far as people know, like East Germany is as far away as like the planet Trelkis or whatever, you know? Yeah. And I guess like everybody's on high alert. So, you know, we got to have something to something to shoot at. It's like, well, we probably should still wait because maybe aliens will come down. So we should keep our eyes peeled. Um, it kind of starts off with the whole battle on Trelkis. It happens. It's like um, a very whatever like uh, scene is just like a very like we have to have something like escape into space kind of scene, which like is so common. Yeah, there's not I really like, a ton going on. The evil guy he comes in to the building, their little building or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it immediately just cuts to them leaving. I'm like, he was supposed to like there was supposed to be some fighting going on, but no, it just yeah, it was more like was like what did that dude do in there? Well. I thought it was weird because they made it really seem like that, like everybody on Trelkus just died right there. And this was like a mega mind beginning where like they shoot off the, uh, the suit or the baby and then just the planet explodes behind them. But, you know, later you find out, oh no, they're still fighting. I was actually surprised later whenever they said, oh yeah, they like, this is the weapon that's going to change, like turn the war, which that was also kind of weird. Okay. They're in the middle of a big fight, and I'm guessing they didn't have enough time to prepare, but they shot off this uh, suit, which its primary objective was to fight. Literally, like, that was its mission, was to test out fighting. And so, instead of testing it out fighting, they uh, they just shot it into space. Now, the funny thing also is, it could barely deal with one, although it was a child running it. So maybe if like someone good was running it, they would be like whooping on those things. Also, it seemed like every other time, um, what they say, like he wasn't able to like manipulate his arm into a gun. It would be like oh, offline. That happened a lot. Well, they well the reason that that happened was finally like right whenever he would have been able to start using it purposefully, he got hit on the shoulder. Yeah. So. They had a little bit of plot armor there. It's a prototype thing, and also, um, it's whatever. Uh, but no, uh, 
I just think it's weird that they the their their best chance weapon whenever like they got attacked instead of using it they just shot it into space this movie kind of transitions from space into like that like cool marble fade to like uh to like the playground and like we see like the like mm-hmm. Jurassic Park kid Spencer getting picked on by a kid Manfred but his real that yeah real name I mentioned Manfred. that I was like that's yeah. such a funny name but then later they're calling him Turbo which that's a that's a name yeah <laughs> I, I've never been known as Turbo personally but yeah so he was what was he being picked on for like being in the wrong part of the like playground or something I'm not sure but possibly yeah yeah because he was saying like yeah go over to like the girl's side and then like they have like that moment of like oh no you accidentally hit his hat or whatever and like he's about to like beat the crap out of him but yeah then the teacher shows up and um she looked kind of familiar to me mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah me too was she at something else like i don't remember um i read that she was from under wraps okay i don't know if you've seen that movie but it's the disney channel mummy movie right yeah the thing i remember how about that movie is like at the end they have like a sexy female mummy and I was mm-hmm. kind of like that's odd <laughs> that's weird that's like another movie that has like the same theme of sometimes you have to like get rid of your friends not get rid of your friends <laughs> say goodbye to your friends that's a very different mm-hmm. thing I think but yeah um, and there's like this whole um, one thing I like how in like TV and movies is like how they uh, will have um some foreshadowing in their classes so in this class they're learning about like insects and stuff which is cool because like usually they're like learning about like the metamorphosis or like some dumb book that like is about what's going on like oh like romeo and juliet or something you know mm-hmm. so, so like to see stuff like oh like the acid spray actually comes back later because the brood warrior has like the same thing going on yeah spencer has this like big crush too as we start the movie because Oh yeah, on the girl who also reads um, the same comic book as him. I forgot the name of it. Midnight something, Midnight Warrior, maybe. Yeah, but I thought that was cool that they made his crush like kind of nerdy, like him. She honestly seemed pretty into him and like trying to talk to him the whole time too, which is like a nice change of pace. Like it wasn't like he earned it. It was much more like, oh, I can kind of like maybe talk to this person who likes me versus like. But I think that also goes with the typical cliche of like the woman's usually like the more bold one where the guy is like, oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Should I talk to her? Yeah. And they have that whole thing later where like um, Sai keeps saying to him, like, that's the one you wish to mate with. And felt like a weird energy <laughs> yeah. bring into the room. Just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's like, stop saying that. <laughs> and I forget um her name, but. She also has like two friends that have an arc in a weird way because like they like um for one like they're making fun of her and be like oh like somebody likes you and stuff we'll get like a couple points and then also there's um one of her friends is like my dream is to make a successful t-shirt shop mm-hmm. and then she does it by the end because she took pictures of like Sai yeah. <laughs> She's like, okay, that's cool that you have this weird arc in the middle of the movie where like you get everything you want too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good ending for everyone. Also, I miss Holloway. 
from under rap seems cool. She goes from being like a good teacher to being like way too familiar real quick. Like when she's talking to him about like school and girls and like stuff and like bullies, I was like, you're kind of talking like you know this kid like long term in a way that like yeah. is a little weird. Gave me different vibes. And like their school is so idyllic too, because like her classroom's just like full of like trees and different like posters and stuff and like the school itself has like yeah it's extremely set up Mm -hmm. also the name of the school waverly i feel like i saw that a lot in kids movies back then just the name waverly i don't know why that is yeah me either is it just a word that like means something (laughs) (laughs) or like it means nothing but sounds good oh and um this movie was originally titled The Warrior of Waverly Street, actually, to add to that. Huh. So I don't know. Um, I need to find that out. Like, what does that even mean, Waverly? I've never I can't tell you what what it means. Um uh, hmm. <laughs> what bean, Waverly? Um from the Quaking Aspen Tree Meadow. Hmm. What is the most accurate portrayal of what is this, middle or high school? Just like under college school that you've ever seen the most accurate i don't know i have uh, never i've never seen one that was anything close to mine which was just people standing around and then the halls i don't i don't know a I not so decorated classroom yeah i i went to I, I was in more of a poor area when i went to high school and i don't know if schools actually are like nice like this no like i went to a really nice high school um in like a wealthy neighborhood and i mean it was big but the classrooms weren't that exciting yeah like this was like a very like this classroom was meant to be like an attraction like at like a museum or something which doesn't make yeah i was about to say like i would stay in that classroom just be looking at everything on the walls especially since (laughs) teachers actually have to buy all of their decorations for their rooms like that teacher, that science teacher, apparently really enjoyed her job, and she put a lot of work into it. The the science theater, isn't that what it was called? Yeah. She owns a house. She's making money, apparently, which is good for her mm-hmm. as a teacher. Yeah. I, I like that science teachers are portrayed as, like, they, they usually have a lot of stuff going. Um, There was a, oh, the science teacher in Stranger Things is what I'm thinking of. Like, he had the big house with, like, a garage with I think he had like extra projects going on and he had enough stuff to help her. One thing I liked was um how we get to see the town too and when I saw the Ben and Jerry store I was like oh that's so 90s I love that I used to mm-hmm. go to like a Ben like I like saw like a Ben and Jerry store like pretty often as like a like kid and like I have such like strong memories of like oh like it's like walking past that store or whatever so like just to see them there was fun. Yeah. And how how much do you think Ben and Jerry's had to pay to, you know, yeah, be on there instead we of Coldstone? We were just like, sponsor. <laughs> anytime I see an actual brand name, which maybe that was more common back in the day, but anytime I see a brand name, I'm like, that, like, they paid to get on there. Like, on the new Jurassic World movies, they kept zooming in on the Mercedes logo on the front of the cars. It's like, mm, yeah, I get it. This is like the 15th time. It's a Mercedes. I want it. I just can't afford it. <laughs> It's one of those things that like a lot of people don't see until it's pointed out. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff like it's like branded, like how like they're always like drinking Coke or whatever and like certain TV shows and it's like always there. Like, oh, I'm going to 
artfully placed my coke down so like the label's out <laughs> yeah um i would like to add that moving from the town to his actual home and then meeting the sister was another funny scene because she's reading a book about it's called body piercing made easy yeah <laughs> just to show that she's like this edgy teen girl she never seemed super edgy it seemed like maybe yeah uh it seemed like they were like giving her a lot of edgy stuff like an edgy boyfriend and she was doing the piercings but she never really acted out i actually wrote down that she she was actually the good kid yeah like her dad said all right i'm gonna be out i need you to watch the brother and then she was like oh this sucks i had a date but she still stayed home and did it with like minimal complaining and then the kid sneaks out (laughs) like he's the bad kid yeah. He also trashes the house. <laughs> yeah. And all the sister ever does is just, well, no, she did sneak out in the end, but she's got like some like yellow leather pants too. And I'm like, okay, that's a look. That's a vibe. Like, like, yeah, you I like those there. pants. Every time she walked in the room, I was waiting to hear like <laughs> from the pants walking, but they must have been like good material because you didn't hear it. Worth noting is um, the boyfriend is Danny Masterson, who you might know from that Savvy show. Fuck him. Fuck that motherfucker. (laughs) I don't want to spend any time for him. Is he a problematic actor? He was arrested and charged in in connection with three different rapes. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's not on the ranch anymore. Yeah, he... I guess he kind of played a tough lifestyle kid in that 70s show. I wonder if that's actually how he grew up. Although, there's no excuse. Like, yeah, that just sucks. So... Yeah, I guess that'll be the all we talk about him. Mm. It's fine, whatever. Just I wanted to mention, hey, we realize this is a person, <laughs> but yeah, um, the listeners are like, uh, but that guy was Danny Masterson. Like, why are they not mentioning that? And we're like, oh, we know. Oh, I was just gonna mention that, um, in the Power Rangers episode that we did with you, you mentioned that, um, I forgot what all you said if you'd like to expand on that. But you were talking about how, like, in the 90s, you see, like, the um, typical scenario where the parent isn't really there. They're absent. And I kind of saw that in this movie as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was... So in the... Yeah, whenever the dad came in, um, or whenever... He, I, I can't remember how exactly it happened, but the parents were introduced... And I was like, oh, he's going to have super absent parents. And like I, I told Holly, like the dad's working and well, I, I was thinking I, it was going to be like a single mom that picks working. him up. Yeah. Holly said, dad. Holly said single mom. And then the dad shows up and we were like, oh, single dad. But yeah, he was like the stereotypical business dad. Like, oh, I can't, you know, pick you up on time because I'm so busy. Yeah. And he was on the phone and in the car, which was a yeah. fun phone. But uh, you know, one thing that I must say, none of the parents in this movie were like abusive, like they make out some and parents they were to be caring, but they just weren't there. <laughs> if I can bring up uh, the bully, which, oh, I, I guess y'all mentioned that his name was Manfred. Yeah. Or Turbo. Wait, how many times was it mentioned that his name was Turbo? Literally, I felt like. 40 minutes to the end of the movie, they just started calling him Turbo a whole lot. And I was like, okay, I never remember hearing him be named Turbo before. Yeah. That was like, Turbo. they cut out uh, the scene where they established that because they were like, 
oh, there's something weird happened here in the beginning. And then they just called him Manfred. And so that's just what I knew him by the whole time. And uh, so I, I wrote in my notes that he later went on to create Blinded by the Light and did Manfred Man's Earth Band. But uh, even his dad um, wasn't like his, I guess, stepdad. Like he was kind of loud, but like the kid was playing with a customer's car super aggressively. And he walked in and he honked the horn. And then he was just like, hey, stop. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like he was supposed to be as the bully is supposed to yeah, usually have like kind of abusive parents. To like yell and be like, get the frick out of that car. Yeah, but he was actually pretty calm. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of he was kind of verbally abusive whenever he was talking to his mother later. And he was like saying, well, although the kid did get pain all over the car, so I could understand him being mad. Like, I, I don't know. I just I just enjoyed that I didn't have to watch like a family falling apart in a feel good child movie. I mean, here's the thing. This is definitely about like the nineties, like parents working all the time and like cell phones and like more like office jobs. And like, there's like a certain sense of like family and community that like a lot of people felt was going away as that was like shifting that way. Um, I'm not sure how true that is, but it's relevant in like tons of media and then, like, also, like, it feels like um, there was just, like, more awareness about stuff like um, terminal illness. So, like, just, like, this hit, like, the one-two of, like, oh, um, we kind of know what cancer is, but aren't sure if, like, we want to talk about it. And, like, oh, parents are busy and just, like, wanted, like, to, like, set things up. Yeah, I noticed that, too. Yeah. Oh, just saying that, like, <laughs> that, yeah, he was just, like, yeah, my mom was sick. And then I was immediately just like, she had cancer. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if it's because maybe the kid wouldn't understand exactly what cancer was. And maybe also kids watching wouldn't understand it. So it's easy to just say, like, she passed away from being sick. I, I guess that's kind of what you're they saying. They don't want like, to bring it down from, like, mom diet more to, like, cancer. Because like, that's, like, more specific. Like, a lot of movies like this, like, do keep it very, like, whatever. But yeah. But I thought that um, scene where he's remembering his mom, like, that fishing moment. Oh, that was very touching. Like, I was about to cry. Yeah. But when Side was dying, there was no emotion there for me. I was just like, I feel like this is supposed to be an emotional moment, but it's not. Yeah, those are always yes, fun moments in movies. Whenever. And he's like a main character. It was kind of like in that Power Rangers show we watched. Uh, I think the first episode, whenever the Power Ranger, like the big guy was dying and falling apart and stuff. And I was like... I all these people are freaking out. I'm not feeling this emotion. I'm just like, oh, cool, practical effects. Oh, uh, that was a little weird in that show because, like, they don't really have a connection to their Zords, but then they're like freaking out when they're like destroyed. <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah, um, there's like a 90s vein of like stuff going on. Like, it's one of those things where I'm not sure if it's like it's what the people in their 40s were thinking of or if it's what the kids were thinking of just because, like, I watch the kids' media. So like, I'm not sure, like, how much of that is like the actual zeitgeist at the moment. But yeah, um, so yeah. Spencer just like has like this cool like Marvel room, and then like he, he like sees like a meteor and goes like on his big adventure and, and uses his toy. That's, that's oh yeah, he used <laughs> his no toy telescope. I had a telescope like that. It doesn't work. Yeah. they're not real <laughs> lenses. They're literally pieces of curved plastic. The kid was he rich though. True. <laughs> Yeah, his dad was doing well. Like, 
I think he said his dad got a new job. Apparently used to. He was like a Wall Street broker or something because they had a nice house. And well, in and California. Like a lot of like 90210 is that like there were a lot of people that were just like getting good jobs and moving to California back in the 90s. Like, like that's like <laughs> that's like how that show starts, for example. It's like, oh, I guess life changes now. We're here and we have money. <laughs> but you mentioned that he went after the meteor. Okay. I, I, I wasn't the most uh, adventurous kid. Like the, the only thing that would probably make me sneak out whenever I was a kid is if like I got a call that was like your parents are being held hostage. Because otherwise, like I'll, I'll be like, I would go to my parents and say, hey, although his parents wasn't weren't there. So let's stick to the plot, I guess. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I would not chase down a meteor. Why, why, why even would you? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess because you could get a super suit. So I guess I figured out why. <laughs> but I don't know. It's it's wild that that's a big plot point in a lot of movies. And also, I love that he went after the meteor and he was I guess he was the only one who saw it. That's also another thing. But I mean, I'm tearing apart a kid's movie. Uh, the junkyard's you know, super scary, though, because it's like um, has like weird like bone looking like stuff like coming out of it. And like there's a bunch of like weird shadows and like he's like scared the whole time. And it's kind of weird to be like, I'm super scared of stuff also here. I like that they came back to it. I like that they circled back around to it. So it started there and it ended there. I thought that was pretty cool. I also thought it was funny that they didn't. Well, I. I but they they didn't show the ship anymore after he came out of it. No. So um, what Spencer does is he finds this weird like cradle egg thing and um, he opens it and in is the cyborg exosuit that we later call Psy. And uh, what did you all think of how it looked? Oh, I mentioned volleyball head robot alien. I wanted to mention that anytime he's not in it, it's doing a T-pose. It has no neck. <laughs> yeah, it has no neck. That is true. Either it has no neck or it's, uh, what are those things called? Uh, it's lats are just super jacked. And then our friend Jeffrey said that it kind of looked like a puppet. Well, it wasn't look at like your mind blown, <laughs> yeah. actually. Um, yeah. Psy has the same face as E.T. What do you mean? Psy has the same face as E.T. Is this just a thing that you noticed or is this like, like the face is so damn similar? Like it's not like officially E.T., but like look at like. Well, think about E.T. and how similar that movie is to. Well, let me get in front of the mic. Think about E.T. and how similar that movie was to this movie. Yeah, I think it's just they both have really big eyes. They're way too similar. And like I like do like the 90s like muscle definition suit stuff like. You see it yeah. in like Batman where it's like, let's show the bat ass and like cake. the bat nipples. Yeah, he had cake. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, yeah, literally. So he, he, he did a slow turn and I, and I was like, okay, let's see if he's packing. Like, yeah. Does okay. I can cake? definitely see ET, but more condensed. Like it's not all spaced out. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, they have the like, same nose. His head got rolled up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here, here with his head in the towel. <gasps> yeah. Just it has the same ET. exact eyes too. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like it looks so similar. Um, like they don't make the point, but like the aliens are like little, which is why Spencer can fit inside of Psy. And I wanted to know what you all thought of uh, the body horror on the inside, like when he got grabbed by the suit and put inside of it. Oh yeah, I was like, what the heck? <laughs> Never enter. <laughs> yeah. 
an alien body that looked disgusting inside. Like, it, it, it kind of made it obvious that it was going to, like, meld with him a little bit. Like, I, if, if that came down, it, I would have to rationalize for a couple days before I got in there. Or, like, I would need to be being attacked and that would be, like, the last option. Because I could tell that, like, I get in there, like, something's going to happen and I'm not getting out. Also, why didn't it just look metal inside? Why did it have to look like... Well, it did mention that it's... Because you said it was a cyborg, right? Yeah, it's like, hey, like, part, like, bio, like, organic thing. Yeah. It's, it's not all robot. It's, like, and it's not all AI. There's, like, some biological parts in it. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it's not a living creature, I guess. Like how there's like, it's a living creature, uh, but also like it's like a, its face is reversed. <laughs> you can yeah. see its face from behind <laughs> yeah. when you're inside of it, uh, which I love. In the, in the beginning, whenever he like first got in and it started talking, I was like, oh, no, that's going to be here the whole time. Yeah. I and then it switched to the screen like and then it kept coming back. But I was OK with it by then. Yeah. And like there's like lots of like fun superhero like i have superpowers let's jump and like let's like run and stuff like scenes are like oh well, yeah like i'm like learning how to walk without like jumping too high kind of stuff and that's like that fun. was i wrote that down was my, the music oh, yeah. while he's test driving it was hilarious yeah oh, I, don't, I don't know if you guys remember i don't remember it. it did not fit but that was my least favorite scene in the whole movie was right after he got in and i know that's probably like more of the that's more pertaining to the child audience but i'm not a big fan of what's the word uh like montages where different stuff's going on and so he was like testing stuff out i don't know it was too it was, i don't know it was too silly for me yeah i did like whenever he pulled the thing out of the car and i don't know it was the part where he was like running around and fast forward that i didn't like but i did like whenever he was like finding out how strong he was and he like literally reached into a car pulled out the uh axle as if it were a wing and he was pulling the bone out and they just squished it no yeah uh that was pretty fun and fucking spencer's a little sociopath at the start of this movie because he's like immediately like <laughs> wants to kill people like goes to turbo's like house i'm glad he knows where he lives um yeah <laughs> does he know where he lives? and like picks him up ruins his life i thought he was gonna stop after the spinning around but then he threw the car and i was like oh so he just wants him to die Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that car is so fucked up at that point from like it's like suspension or whatever like what's it's like thrown to the ground like that cars have plot armor around their shocks i don't know if you've ever watched like Smokey and the bandit and stuff like that but if if i drove a car like or if i let a car hit the ground as hard as some of these cars hit like the wheels would be through the top but yeah, like that—that that kid's got back problems now because he just got thrown to the ground, and then, then he keeps chasing him. Yeah, and you know one thing that happens whenever he's in the suit, a lot of times. Well, I—I'll I'll bring that up kind of later, but he has a tendency to stare. It is really awkward. Yeah, he'll—he'll he'll just stop, and then because he's talking to Sai, I guess is his name, and so they're conversing, and I guess you can't hear it outside. So imagine you're like cowering under this robot and then it's just silently staring. No, yeah. Um that's like a thing and um like he throws him into like a bunch of of like pet shop waste or something. Paint. Oh yeah, the dumpster. Oh yeah. 
yeah, paint, and then like he runs over the car in the paint, which that sucks. That's a good like tens of thousands of dollars that has to be like resolved through like mm-hmm. insurance company and they show us the like pet shop so many times too like it's like pet shop waste sally's pet shop pet shop poop like it's just like four times they show us that he should have said poop. like i'm about to throw you into pet poop and then <laughs> just so we yeah. really got it i guess that's kind of the payback for him i i mean i i was just thinking like yeah that's pretty mean what he did but then again like he hid in a trash can because he thought the kid was going to kill him. Like, yeah, I don't know. I guess I get it. But he did throw a car. Yeah, he could have killed him, which that would be like a a very funny version of this, like where it's just like a kid's movie. And then like it's about like the kid like trying to hide the suits like, no, I didn't mean to kill him. Like it's just like halfway through becomes like a very serious like crime drama. Like I didn't mean to kill my friend. Oh, no. That would be a fun turn. He like reverted to his Dexter days, even though this was like way earlier. Then he says, who else should I abuse? Which like, fuck. (laughs) Fuck, fuck, fuck. It was was premeditated. He shows it right there. We have it on record. Uh, Yeah. Did he abuse anyone else? Uh, He he stalks the girl he likes. Oh, yeah. That was a really, that was a really weird, uncomfortable sequence. Because it involved stealth Uh, you could imagine he could have done everything there the same if he was just a human and it would have been just as creepy also didn't yeah so the whole mating like you want to mate with her and then him getting mad and then it seemed like when he found her or something happened and he immediately just goes into like this rampage of anger and remember that yeah the rampage of anger was because of the the dinosaur costume yeah, yeah. Like, like look at bad alien or something the the mating was awkward for kids i guess i don't know i guess i guess <clears throat> stuff like that was said more in the well, 90s like and it that, wasn't as weird but there's like a transition between that where to me it seemed like yeah i guess because yeah like when you're little dating and all that stuff's just awkward so it feels like there was just this switch like something to distract you <laughs> yeah with but but before it distracted you, oh no, this was after it distracted you. So yeah, while he's like firing the cannon everywhere, um, and he like knocked the thing off this Ferris wheel, which that Ferris wheel, so it's one of the ones where I think that Ferris wheel wasn't one of the crazy ones. Have y'all ever heard of the zipper? Yeah, yeah. The zipper, I, as a child, that was like my first, I guess, extreme ride. And I was pretty young. I was probably six or seven, probably older than I needed to be this scared for. But it's the one where the zipper is where it takes you on a track for anyone who hasn't heard of it. It takes you on a track on a Ferris wheel. So it's a elliptical track on a Ferris wheel and the thing that you're in spins. So you're moving in like three directions. And a lot of times you're upside down on a Ferris wheel. And it's just it was too much for me as a child. It traumatized me. I was like screaming so loud that like my mother in the other car could hear me. And uh, I, I have since done it and it wasn't as scary. It was actually fun. But whenever they got on that, I was like, oh, this is this is going to be horrifying. But it was just a Ferris wheel. It, it was horrifying because they shot them off of it. There's a really awkward thing, too, where like when he rescues them, 
he's just looking at the girls for like a minute. Yeah. Yeah. And and not in a not in a like he's talking to Sai. He's just looking at him. And and like really close to he's like, she's so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> that is and, how her friend starts that t shirt company though. Yeah. Yep. That 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 there was no plot point there. Close to her. But she did yeah. snap the picture. And then he roller skates away. But yeah, I mean that's why I mentioned um him like just fighting and stuff because uh, the whole thing was just awkward and I think that they're just trying to portray like how guys feel inside <laughs> when they're trying guys. to like talk to a girl or or what they think yeah. a guy feels like inside. Well, this movie is all about what guys feel inside inside guys. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole plot here right <laughs> yep that's a good point yeah yeah what'd you say <laughs> I think he was saying that in a guy I can fly higher than a butterfly I think that's what he's saying <laughs> and sting like a bee but he um yeah this is this is whenever he is the brood warrior introduced here Yes, the next point. Yeah, because like the, the evil pizza guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mentioned that like I don't. It was just a small little detail that I noticed, but the pizza stain on the pizza yeah. boy's shirt. <laughs> like it just looked like a pizza. <laughs> Wait, okay, I gotta ask: Was the pizza stain there at the beginning of that scene, or was the pizza that he eating that he was eating? Did it like fall on his shirt? And yeah, leave I a went pizza back shake? and checked. Oh, it like did. gets blown away and makes the stain because that would be like a, really that would be like a fly like uniform for like a like pizza shop like our shoulders are all pizza stained but no it like it shows up when like the wind blows his pepperoni slice onto the shoulder is that a good advertisement for that pizza company or is that a pizza company that you don't want to get from like I don't know, pizza- it made me want pizza <laughs> It worked. The shoulders. So it it worked, worked. Yeah. Imagine like every kind of food. Like if it falls on you, you're getting like that shape. Like you drop a donut on you, and like oh well. I mean that is how it's gonna know work. I ate a donut. Yeah. But it's usually just like a grease stain, not just like oh, there's where the pepperonis were, and it's shaped like a triangle, not just like a little circle. You could do like a like pizza shape, but like there's two circles that like aren't filled in so it's like oh and those pepperonis it's like <laughs> yeah weird bubbling i wonder if it's kind of like you know how pizza has like the layer of cheese and pepperonis on the top i wonder if that literally stuck to him that's what happened yeah oh um, he was just running around with the cheese on him so i had two big thoughts here one was that um i'm so poisoned by big budget movies that i just expected the pizza guy to be like the dude with the curly hair from like snl i'm not sure why but like i was just like oh like this is gonna be that dude right um and the second was i wish <laughs> oh yeah him. yeah all right the second was i kind of wish that this was just an evil suit that like went on the pizza guy <laughs> yeah i kind of wondered if he was gonna be like the bad guy also he didn't get killed but uh because his tire the reason he was stopped was because his tire was blown right yeah yeah so I, I thought it was really funny whenever he just got in and drove away with the that, that tire just like scraping the whole time. And the thing is, he went over to Turbo's father to get it replaced. There's the there's the connection. Mm-hmm. That's his that's 
He's the only mechanic in town. And then Turbo's father, who was abusive, left his mother, and the pizza man became Turbo's father. And Turbo started going by Manfred at that point. He went on to college, and he started Manfred Man's Earth Band. Huge theory right there. It's not a theory. I talked to the director. But oh, okay. besides oh, talked to that, the director. <laughs> <laughs> the, the organic ship was what flew in. And um, I don't remember if it exploded or something, but isn't this whenever the brood warrior threw the first little like drone out? Yeah. What a weird fucking design. Out like the bugs on him and the gelatinous. I goo. wish the bugs had wings. So like it makes no sense why they're flying. Base. Yeah, Base true. Is why. <laughs> he had bugs that would come off of him. Later, he had like tentacles that came off of, well, I'm saying he. I think the brood warrior is a she because she has um, true some memories. Oh yes, <laughs> but she's wearing um, sunglasses. It, okay, like the way it's shaped, it looked like black little sunglasses. It just reminded me of the. It did look like he was wearing, sh- or he. It looked like they were wearing shades in the beginning. Yeah, because I've seen that trope before, where like the bad guys wearing these like cool shades. But in this case, later it shows that, uh, so they look kind of like ears, and later it shows how it looks looking through his eyes, and it was all like lines, but like, but he was like smacking something against a, like cars, and you would see a little like blip right there. So he must have seen with sound, yeah, which wasn't super evident. Yeah, so I guess, I guess that's another connection to Predator. That's how they like, in the final fight make it work like mm-hmm. and yeah um then that's when they go into the house and destroy the house trying to get some food yeah Jeez. well before yeah. that so it was interesting i didn't know the brood warrior was gonna come and i was just trying to figure out like what's gonna be the point of this movie because there yeah, was no right? enemy for the longest time mm-hmm. but then finally the brood warrior came down i was like oh he's going to have to like save something Battle from that something, yeah. but yeah I was mentioning to Holly later like oh yeah because uh, the dad was there I was like or whenever the dad came home came home and found the house I was like he he had no necessary reason to destroy the house like no. there wasn't a fight that went on in there he just messed up the fridge it was because he was like moving. I'm Shaq I'm Shaq I'm too big or something it was like his whole thing right oh I wrote something down about that I didn't I didn't understand. Is was the suit much taller than him? It was much taller than him, wasn't it? Yeah, because it it looked down at uh Turbo later. Yeah, it's like a it's meant to be like towards seven feet, but it's much closer to like six something, I feel like. Like a like six, like four, like an average height. Uh, I uh I, I had written down, did he say he is Shaquille O'Neal because he was bald? Yeah, I'm not sure, but like it did kind of look like Shaq a little bit too, like half Shaq and half ET. And I was like, oh, a little weird. But um, at some point here is the scene where the grief happens. But then they go to um, a like burger place and they make a themed space burger place just for this one scene, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was cool. A Nebula burger. Yeah, Nebula burger, like Saturn fries or whatever. IU, IOU. Yeah, which is like shitty. But it was so cheap. I was like four sixteen yeah. for a burger, a shake, and some fries. Damn, I want to be in the nineties. Also, I, I want that plot point resolved by the end. He never went and paid her. 
Yeah. <laughs> Just assumed. The main thing I remember from this movie is the scene where um, he gets like the pellet that's like from the burger that's just, like all the nutrients and it like looks like Pete. Oh, yeah. Weird like poop or whatever and like he has to eat that and he's like, ah, robot turds or whatever. Yeah, he was force fed it too. Um, yeah. Yeah, he got rid of all the like bad stuff in it. It was just like the good nutrients left Which, over. That's why it tasted I think that's bad. Smart. I was expecting it to still taste like a burger, but yeah, me too. I was like, well, honestly, probably the reason that the burger tastes good is all the bad stuff. Now that I think about it, yeah, that's what. So if you got rid of all that, it would taste bad. You like just ate some minerals and vitamins. That's not really that great on the taste and like. Here's actually where they um where they name Sai and like talk about him calling him Spencer too, which is cool. But then it, they mm-hmm. they walk through the park at this point, right? Yeah, they're at like the weird like bridge, like covered bridge. Mm-hmm. And that leads to the most important plot point of the movie where Spencer can't pee because yeah. he hasn't done combat yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which I, I I was uh once this scene came up, I was like, oh, well, this is going to be this is like, oh, yeah, we were all thinking it, but this is going to be super quickly resolved. It'll be over. <laughs> no, <Nope>. it wasn't. <laughs> no. And there's that moment where like a tube comes out of like the chest is like, oh, like now you can. He's like, no, I can't do that. So they have to he has to go to his teacher. Yeah. Why? Why did he choose that? Why didn't he go to his sister? Like- Imagine you have to pee. Where, where, where do you choose to go? First of all, why does he also know where his teacher lives? Yeah. <laughs> That's a, okay. Here's the thing. Back in the day, I remember when I was super, super young, for one year, we had like a phone book that had people's actual home phone numbers in school, like mm-hmm. one time, I think. And like, that's probably like back then you just knew that stuff. But they're trying to set up the teacher to but, be his, his new mom badly. Yeah. Holly called that. I was, th- I, there was no, there was not the most setup for it. And it was kind of, awkward once it did start happening at the end i was like the dad's gonna hook up with the teacher and then he was immediately just like are there any good fishing spots around here and i was like knew it but heteronormativity is an issue especially after he never like listened to her whenever she was telling him like he had an adult telling him like oh this was happening he's like you're crazy yeah it's wild it's just the movie (laughs) needed there to be like a romance plot i guess (laughs) besides uh besides the the sister but he um yeah so he goes there so they both faint what (laughs) yeah i I thought he would have peed himself whenever he fainted but apparently that didn't resolve that (gasps) and then she opens his dick up yeah she yeah she finds a way to open it up and whenever she does she makes a face the crotch latch and yeah, she. Ma- oh, yeah, I forgot she makes a face. She makes and I was a just face like, like Ozark, whoa. she just saw his pants. Hopefully. Because he wouldn't have been able to reach down there and, like, un- yeah. So, like, I don't know why she made that face. That's just. Well, she's, like, super impressed by how much piss he has later. Mm-hmm. There's just... a there's an awkward oh, yeah, she 10 was, to 15 yeah. second scene of her just like, reacting. oh, wow. Oh, okay. Whoa. Wow. Still? She's not making the noises. But oh, those... maybe I should fuck that dad if that kid could pee that long. Mm. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what's this weird like fucking teachers react to piss? Like, I don't get like why that's like the YouTube video they just record right there. But 
it's it, it, it was a really weird scene it was almost like every time that the teacher was there i know they were like setting her up to be his new mom but every time the teacher was there i kind of felt like there was like a weird tension between her and the kid okay. like even the scene where she was explaining like how to not be afraid of girls she was like hey spencer can you like stay after class with me yeah and then just the way that she spoke to him i mean i don't think i'm editorializing it it was a little bit weird and i don't think they meant it to be that way but it was the tension is there yes it definitely was a little weird Mm -hmm. um it also could be the kind of thing where like back then they didn't take like teachers having sex with their students like that seriously like there's stuff that we noticed that like has left the lexicon because like it was ambiguous like it could just be like this thing has been used by some bad people also by some good people we're just gonna clarify and chase how we talk about certain things to like not have that ambiguity so like it might just be like oh this thing has been used by shitty people since then yeah maybe back then they just completely trusted teachers in the same way that like maybe in the 70s they were like oh yeah i know your father you want to ride home like oh yeah that's fine but like now don't get in the car yeah um and then the brood warrior shows up to save us from the sexual tension um (laughs) yeah i was thankful and they lose the fight because they can't say simon says like shoot or whatever um because like that's a rule they set up and so they destroy her house (laughs) yeah they destroy her house but that's whenever he the plot point of he hits his shoulder so he loses the gun yeah uh he hits it with something i don't remember but another bug yeah he like through the brood warrior through her entire house and then oh no 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 the brood warrior threw him through the entire house and i thought it was funny that he ditched and so the brood warrior followed him like the brood warrior could have just turned around and gone and killed his teacher yeah but then again he is a kid he wasn't like in hero mode at that point yet no because like the next thing he does is say okay we tested combat i'm out <laughs> which was a good point Um, it was a fun ride it is interesting that the suit doesn't control itself i guess that's like uh you know to keep the ai from i don't know i guess it makes sense but yeah and then he gets out and the suit t-poses um he goes home gets berated for being missing and stuff and like making up stories Wait, but before that um it was saying that like yeah i'm just gonna go back home to like be dismantled is that what he said or like explaining something like that and then the oh, kid was, was just like the reverse engineering gotta yeah. worry about earth oh, bye yeah. <laughs> he was like well i'm gonna i'm gonna be sent back home he was like kind of guilt tripping the kid and then the kid was like i was like you're a dick gotta worry about earth and then he's like well earth will be fucked <laughs> yeah yeah but the kid still went for it or still left and like yeah, the sorry. teacher's talking to his dad and they're fighting, but like it seems like supposed to be like, oh, shouldn't they date? And then his sister yeah. pep talks a little bit. Yeah, like that's when he leaves his house again and gets met by the bully because he said something at the bully. There's lots of meat jokes here because like they come from his dad. There's the ground beef joke. I, yeah, I, I actually joke. think that when was actually kind of interesting. he was yelling at his, uh, the mom, the dad, he was like, he said the same thing. So you you can like, kind of oh, connect that's... that the reason that he uses that is because his dad uses it, and maybe the reason that he's mean is because his dad is mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he uses it while he's being mean. So, yeah, but yeah, you are right. There's so many beef jokes. Yeah. Oh yeah, the ground beef joke. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, like, true. There's two of them. Yeah. Hey, what's a cow with two legs? Also, every time that joke was made about the, what do you call it, chicken that C- cow has with no, no legs. feet. Cow with no legs. Ground- cow with no legs. Ground beef. Yeah. Hey, what do you call a cow it with two legs? It was not funny. Hey, what do you call a cow with two legs? Lean beef. Yeah, because he was like, yeah, you're supposed to laugh. He's like, hee hee, ho, ho, ha, 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 ha. Like, the robot laugh was funny. <laughs> did, did y'all miss my lean beef joke? <laughs> so then the bully shows up. <laughs> and like, yeah. uh, Beth just punched him in the face and they're friends because that's how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then he's just willing to help. Yeah. After, after especially that. after how much he did to him and he got him in trouble with his parents and everything. He's just like, well, for the sake of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> they For steal his dad's like stock car, which is like a his sponsored like actual like racing car. Just go to the covered bridge, then to the like to the junkyard and Yeah, I think that kid's the real hero. Manfred is the real hero, I think. Because you know, he had a turnaround story. He started off with a hard time, but whenever the time came, he stepped up. Yeah. And, you know, and he wasn't in a suit. He just just ran around. <laughs> That's the scary Distracting part. Distracting the... And that's what they have to do because it can't see it, like only like these sound and like they like are like costly like throwing like tire plates at his stuff. Which, and then we get like the big fight with Psy and the monster. And that that kid was actually a pretty good actor. Both of them, oh, generally throughout that... Oh, my stomach. Generally throughout, the acting was pretty good. Um, there were a couple points where and this had nothing to do with acting. This was writing whenever the main kid would spout off one-liners like Holly mentioned. And they were kind of, it's, it's a Holly, uh, not a Hollywood movie. Uh, it's a superhero movie trope that, you know, you've got to spout off one-liners. They're not my yeah. favorite. But yeah. uh, besides that, yeah, I got to applaud. Like these, these were kind of young kids doing pretty good acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the basis was like, oh, you were in Jurassic Park to lead this movie which like I guess is enough for like a kids movie but oh yeah I guess he was a even better actor in Jurassic Park at a younger age because this is after that right yeah it's after that a couple of years well I would know that because I am the lead actor but um so I did good the job the fight acting. scene is like fun like even though it's like oh like your hand turns it's like a sledgehammer for some reason like you have like a shield and I like that is so much like weird like weird bioweapons like spears and like tentacles and like the mace that like follows that follows it like around like a dog too mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> the the fight scene was a bit long for me yeah um is like it it kept going there were certain parts where they seem overpowered and they seem strong and it's cool but then there's other parts where they just throw each other uh i want to talk to I wonder if they either hired a choreographer, like a fight choreographer, or if they were just like, well, I think we know what a fight looks like. We can do this ourselves. They because didn't hire a writer. Because <laughs> they're, they, they're just like, let's go Spencer for it. says, have some pain. <laughs> he is, especially whenever, I think they may have just let him go for it because whenever he was running around trying to distract the brood warrior, he was also just yelling out stuff. And they must have been like, well, just get his attention. Go for it. Improv. But yeah, there were certain times. I, I don't understand why in fight scenes and movies, a lot of people just like to throw. Because I feel like a punch is pretty easy to fake. I mean, it's pretty, I it's, think a, it's a mastered art at this point. Yeah. 
a throw looks more impressive and less violent. Yeah, because uh, I, I guess don't it know is about less you, violent. But I can't throw a, a person. Kids movie, because, but but throws. See, actually, that's actually my problem with throws is if I was going to hurt someone, I wouldn't throw them. It takes so much strength to do. Yeah, to, to just like getting punched hurts more than getting thrown. But you're right; that probably is. It is a less violent version. Yeah, and there's like lots of like shows too, where like you look back and it's like, oh, this show never actually shows punches connecting. It always like cuts away for like it being rated like PG or like whatever. Like if it like has like combat, which is like a weird like modern thing sometimes too. But yeah, um, the fight scene ends because Sai gets knocked out. So Spencer and Turbo have to keep distracting the monster and uh, they get it into a trash compactor. Yeah, big brain move. He he gets it in there. He almost gets got with his shoe. And then whenever the trash comes out, uh, the hand is like sticking up with the shoe. And it also, did you hear the squishing noises whenever the trash compactor was going? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I was expecting like goo to be coming out of it or something, but that didn't happen. Yeah, that seemed kind of like a callback to like the food cube too. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then um, the ending of Predator 2 happens. As the aliens come down and they're like, oh, you've earned our respect. Here's a medal. I thought the yeah. medal was a good touch because I thought they were literally going to come down, hear the joke, and then just head out. And it was like, this kid just saved your suit. And so he walks up and he's like, oh, medal. Uh, one thing I mentioned to Holly was these people made uh, an entire alien race kind of two alien races and yeah, totally. a cyber suit and the metal that he gives him looks like garbage. You're so hung up on that. Yeah, the the <laughs> the metal wasn't impressive at all. I don't know, but the the back of it, I don't know, but a metal? Yeah, I thought it looked I don't fine. know. I guess they were kind of a uh stone style race of aliens, I guess, because the back of the thing, it kind of had like stone hieroglyphic carvings in it. But I yeah. just, I don't know. I thought it could be more polished. That's a personal thing. It's in like two scenes and like his dad doesn't even like realize like that he has like a weird like alien metal like metal. But yeah. um, <laughs> Yeah. Whenever the dad ran up, Holly was and, and they were still like zooming out into space. I was like, oh, yeah, they will. The dad isn't going to see it. He's not going to leave the kid. Yeah. They kind of see it a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, you saw just it. a little yeah. bit. And the family's reunited because they're going to fish and. Yep become a couple i don't i don't yeah. know if i could do that turnaround that quick to being like oh yeah this crazy thing just happened eh, you know any good fishing spots and then it transitions yes yeah it does and we get like the end of the school <laughs> to too yeah school. whenever oh yeah the the crush's friend is selling the t-shirts with just his head on it so she she has some Photoshop she skills. Yeah, yeah, really well. She must have like or printed out the, the picture, 90s. cut his head out, and then scanned it. Like, and for some reason, the kids are buying it. I don't know. It's it's just funny. I mean, they saw it at the thing, so it was like, ah, this is a highly like famous local thing. Look at how cool this alien looks. Oh yeah, they did see the- it. So he's like, I guess a local hero. If- well, a local terrorist. Here. Yeah, local terrorist. If there was merch. I wonder if that was the merch they were selling for this movie. Like they used the oh. merch shirts. It was a bad there. shirt, but maybe. Yeah, I don't know. That would be interesting if, if you could buy the thing. shirt that was used in the movie. Yeah. Maybe. Cool. Or not used in the movie, but you see in the movie. Yeah. 
Well, Holly, you need to go into marketing. I felt like it was setting up. So they made like a Dark Horse Star Kids comic for like, it looks like one issue, maybe like a couple issues. Wait, so was the comic about Star Kid or was it about the Midnight Warrior? Uh, no, they like, you can buy the prop for like Midnight Warrior, I guess. But, um, ooh, and some of the comics are actually the Warrior of Waverly Street, too. It's weird. Um, it looks like there might have been like a couple of Star Kids, but like maybe like three issues, like two prequels and one sequel, I guess, comic. But yeah, it's hmm. not related to the movie because like as far as I can tell, it doesn't take place on Earth or anything. It's just like here's space. Do they call the kid up to the Trelkin planet because he is the greatest warrior? It, the comic just looks like it's just like the war in space. Well, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Um, it just follows Sai. Okay, that's the thing that we missed. The real, the main character of this movie isn't Spencer. It's the it's the suit. The suit is the Star Kid. I mean, the Star Kid is the people who get to relive their childhood by listening to "Come Ride with Me" with my guests from <laughs> Here Be Daddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the one character from 2001, like Space Odyssey, and the Star Child. Yeah. Oh, I never. I don't think I've. I think I watched that movie when I was too young, and it scared me. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see why. The I think I think they got like trapped or something. I don't know. I also didn't understand it, but uh, maybe that's why I don't like space. I'm actually play a let, lot of see, space games. Let, okay, uh, but I don't like Star Wars. I I'm one of the people who I think that uh, the ocean is more interesting than space, even though I'm afraid of the ocean. Yeah, he's afraid of whales. Whales are scary. Kip, what's your thoughts on whales? Well, no, this okay. pretty good. Let me like explain. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain to you why whales are so bad. Um, have, have you ever done kayaking or canoeing? Yeah. Okay, so do you know those videos where people are kayaking and you see a whale, like, surface next to them and they're just chill with it? Yeah. I would die. Like, it's so big. I've never been around an animal that big. Even giraffes. Like, I'm cool. Like, yeah, come stick your tongue out next to me. It's cool. But a whale could swallow me with one bite. One bite. Like, there's no other animal that can do that. Well, first off, the whale has no teeth, so you're good. Well, yeah. I mean. Safe. I'm not worried. Yeah, but it's going to. Well, yeah, I guess I can get swallowed by it. And then hopefully it'll bring me to. uh, He could blow you out. Yeah. No, I just, I, whales are, they're too big. They're scary. Um, and especially those divers that are like swimming next to them and the whales like swim by them. Like I would probably have a panic attack. Also, o- open water kind of freaks me out. It's just, there's a lot of scary stuff in water. But I still think, I think that's why it's interesting. I like stuff that scares me. And I think that the ocean should be explored. And I'm less interested in space because I'm one of the people that I, I don't think that there's as much out there. So are you saying there should be more um, like ocean movies, like more mermaid movies? Nah, I don't really care about the movies. I just think that in real life, we should focus more on really getting in the ocean. Yeah. I mean, and like with movies, like with space movies, there's more interest in space because of that. So that's why I was saying like. Yeah, I could deal with some. See, I like the idea of movies where they introduce like fantasy things that happen to be on earth like the idea of atlantis is cool where there's a hidden city but it's on earth 
And then there was a anime called Made in Abyss, which I is one of my, I think it's probably my favorite anime. And it uh it's about this giant hole that they found in the middle of the ocean that they go down and explore and I think that's really cool. I just like the idea of other worlds being on our world and I'm less interested by just other worlds, you know. Well, um it sounds <laughs> like you might have a case of like thassalophobia. Ah. See, I can play Subnautica though, even though it is kind of scary. I guess Subnautica is always scary to anybody, but thassalophobia is the fear of oceans, right? Yeah, and like if you like google that, there's lots of like pictures of like here's somebody's feet and then underneath just a massive eye in the ocean (laughs) but no um i don't know like i don't love the open like ocean and like the depths but also like i don't know whales are cool they seem pretty fun i've never met a whale i I haven't liked personally um i've not met a lot of whales that i don't like that that's just my thing i don't like whales they freak me out some people don't like lions i'm cool with lions as long as they're not a whale a lion will fuck you up like a whale doesn't care like a lion's like yeah, i could use some of that meat torture you i'm not even scared of bears i've seen bears in person like out on trails and stuff don't freak me out as much like bear, i know they're fast even alligators like being from near louisiana we have a lot of allig- yeah, alligators and it, it being in the water doesn't freak me out but it, so so even the, they're a water creature they don't scare me but whales I don't know. They're just too big. They don't deserve Does size that. Size scare you? Si- it, si- size matters in, in my fear. <laughs> like a baby whale probably won't scare me. Dolphins don't scare me. Dolphins should scare you. They're fucked up. They're sociopaths. Yeah, dolphins do- are like dolphins are bad. The only animal that like does certain kinds of torture and violence. Like I don't want like, like but they're so like, smart. Things. Yeah, I know what you. I know what you're talking about. And there's also like a whole like the dolphins knew how to like. There was that dolphin that was being experimented on with ecstasy that like would only participate in the experiments if it got jerked off. <laughs> oh, what? Wait, why did yeah. they even find that out? How did, okay. <laughs> so there was a house full of water for like some dolphin ecstasy or like LSD experience. I forget like exactly what, but like uh. what happened was like they were like the dolphin would like come up to like the lady in the house like upside down with like a with an erection yeah. and like yeah. wouldn't participate in the experiment until it got like jerked off. Well, did y'all hear about that lady who like totally had sex with the dolphins? Everyone says she did. It was like a lady who was like alone with dolphins studying them for a long time. And so everyone just says that she had sex with the dolphin. <laughs> no, I haven't heard of that. Yeah. Like dolphins are fucked up. But uh, speaking of um, whales and dolphins and things that are deep, um, you two do a. <laughs> show that is a deep dive on music can you tell me a little how about that and where to find you holly you you give the pitch uh so we're a podcast hear me daddy you can listen to us on spotify um we talk about all things musical especially the lyrics of popular music sometimes country music rock music hip-hop um and yeah, and we do uh, comical bits on it. And that was that was actually a good pitch. You've never done that before. Good job. Yeah, we, but you can also find us on other platforms as well as Spotify. But uh, yeah, we we're the most important lyrical podcast around. So you better check us out. Otherwise, you're out of the loop. And also, you could find me um, on Twitter.com at James Forge, the podcast right here, wherever podcasts are sold. 
provided on twitter.com at carbonridesme, carbonridesme.com. And we could take in emails to podcast at carbonridesme.com. Um, so later in the week as well, we are kind of coming. This is a fun episode to kind of cleanse your palate. <laughs> we are at the finale, though, on Friday for um, Comrade Zero One. It's a, it's a doozy. It's a big one. Uh, a <laughs> lot of emotions, a lot of hurt feelings, and kind of like the end of like our first... We spent like 28 episodes like just on this show. It's been a wild ride. So just uh, make sure to check that out. But yeah, uh, so we end the show by by having... Not exactly advice, not exactly not advice. It depends on how we're feeling. Like sometimes like it's like don't do this, but um what is a a like good kind of like what should you watch Dark Kid and do? Well, what's our call to action? Now, I know that we have sexy voices and that we sometimes talk about dolphins on here, but do not masturbate while listening to Come and Ride with me. <laughs> so It'll be watch Star Kid and don't masturbate while watch, listening to Come and Ride with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> watch Star Kid and uh, don't open that flap to fap. You, you let her do it. <laughs> yeah.